Roses are red, violets are blue, and we here at So You Think You Can Fan and welcome you to a new discussion discussing romance. We are big into romance sometimes. Uh, I am your are host, we? Equinox Doodles, <laughs> partnered with a bunch of other hooligans. I don't know. I'm a slut for romance. I just peaked my mic. I just realized that. I think you're just I, a slut. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am. I, I like my romance. Uh, I'm I'm big into that stuff. But I'm here with the other hooligans. We got Sergio, Gregothy Chudley, Maticus, and Kyber. Kybartholomew. Sorry, Kai Bartholomew the third. Yes, the third. Okay, long so lineage. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got a lot of romance in the lineage. I thought, I, I, thought I, really we, I thought we had a full name written out, and it, it was like the seventh or something. <laughs> Maybe Jesus. it was. I don't know. Kai Bartholomew, Kai Bartholomew Bertram, Delarus. Huntington the sixth, or Delarus. I like that better. <laughs> You're remembering my name better than I am. <laughs> Kai Bartholomew Bertram De La Rus. Uh, P.S. We are we are gathered here today for a Valentine's Day special. Usually we do a bunch of like reading of like ship fiction, but we wanted to do something different. I like my discussion episodes. This works out really well for for my return for a little bit. So. We're gathered here to talk about romance tropes, and we're not talking about our favorite ones, because if we just talked about our favorite ones, I feel like we'd just kind of be here going, yeah, I like that. I like that one a lot. So instead, it's a lot easier to talk about things we hate. Hell so yeah. We're going to talk about the romance Women. tropes. No. Get out of here. I want to be put down on record saying that uh, I, I do not associate with So You Think You Can Fanon. I am a special guest coming on here doing the intro okay i don't re- i don't associate don't. with the misogyny here no don't worry don't worry i had a slash j tone indicator at the end of that sure so yeah we're here to talk about the romance tropes that we utterly fucking despise stuff that ruins the fiction for us just you know sometimes it can be okay but this isn't like the the weird like controversial ones where it's just like yeah don't do slave x master like obviously, don't do that. It's a little, uh, it's a little weird. Unless just, you know, that's just your king out there. I mean, mm. if that's your king, that's a different thing. But like, if it's like a normal romance novel, it's it's kind of <laughs> like eyebrow raise. Out. Yeah, not good. Yeah. So we're talking about the ones that are common more in media, just stuff that we just don't like in romance, and how we want to go about fixing them. So. I have asked these hooligans to also uh, bring their own tropes, but I felt like it's a good place to start with my trope, just to sort of like get the gears turning to understand how this discussion sort of will go. Is that okay with everyone here? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but before we start, we do have to uh, we have to do our Shill. episode the yeah. shilling call to action. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's my favorite thing. I love that. Yeah, so this is the part where I tell whoever's listening that um, if they're not following us on whatever platform they're uh, listening to us on, they need to do that and also rate us five stars on that platform uh, so more people can see that we're a good podcast and we don't suck. Furthermore, we are 91.53% of the way to 10,000 plays. Yippee! If we hit 10,000 plays, good stuff's going to happen. Hooray! Winky face. Winky face. I don't know what um, they're planning. I'm planning um a bar mitzvah. 
Oh, I destruction. Like that. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, bar mitzvah that ends in destruction. <laughs> like half bar mitzvah, half rave. So yeah, follow us. Uh, follow us on the platform you're listening to us on, and yeah. um, we have a link tree in the description of every episode. Click on that link tree. Follow us on Twitter and YouTube, and buy our merch. And I think that's everything. Yeah. I really love that. I, you know, that's one of my favorite tropes of the podcast that we started recently. But, yeah, where we chill to make people yeah. like us. So uh, why don't I start getting into my trope that I utterly fucking hate, you know? Yeah. The, the romance. So what are your guys' thoughts on enemies to lovers? Uh, it's fine. I'd I'm say not, it depends on I, the execution. I'm, like, uh, I'm talking more like just... People who just don't get along and then slowly realize that, hey, maybe they're not so bad and slowly fall in love. Like that sort of Major thing. Major question. Not like murdering like each other. By enemies to lovers, do you mean two people who just happen to cross paths in an antagonistic way? Or do you mean genuine biblical good and evil morality comes into romantic interaction? Uh, well, I like for this example, for this example, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm more so referring to just like people who just don't get along. Not in the not in the morally questionable way. Just in like the I don't really like this guy's you know vibe. I don't like this person's vibe. Like we just don't get along. Like if I mm-hmm. if I have to sit next to him, I'm going to be kind bad of first upset. impressions leads to bad yeah, interactions. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. That, okay. that sort of thing. Uh, you know, maybe that's like just they have a conflict of egos or. <clears throat> Like just a bad first impression, or so Jesus you know, Christ ex Hitler is not an example of what you're talking about. That is not an example of what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm I, on your the, level now. The more I think the 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 more apt example that I could get that everyone would probably agree here is like Zuko ex Katara, um, but like mm-hmm. not like in Avatar setting, but like in a high school setting. I think it can be interesting dynamics to see like how they're able to come together but as i said it depends on the execution of it like if it's not really well done and it goes from like we don't like each other to like insta love or whatever then it's like "Mm, no i'm I'm talking about like a like a slow burn of like them like they still have like their issues there's a lot of like fun banter it's not like they don't like fucking hate each other's guts it's just like they just don't really get along have a bad first impression again and like they're they're trying to like have to do something like maybe a group project or maybe pet sitting, just like something that puts them in a scenario where they have to like sort of learn more about each other and it's in a more natural light. Or maybe, you know, they're like they go to have like a double date and like well not like a double date, but like they both wingman like their friends and their friends are like, Oh yeah, we can bring you two along, it'll be great. And they don't tell that the other person's coming, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Just like you know, people that bump heads. I think and then it's entertaining. To... Yeah, that's sort Jimmy of like... and Cindy from Jimmy Neutron. Yes, exactly. You're... Again, you are saying stuff that I have no idea. How did you not about. watch Jimmy Neutron? For the last time, I grew up on Cartoon Network. You can watch two channels. You can watch two channels. The other channel that I watched was Jetix. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. Sometimes I caught snippets of Jake Long, American Dragon, but most of the time it was Digimon. <laughs> Isn't it fucked up that his name is Dra- Jake Dragon? <laughs> eh. So, <laughs> as I was saying, 
Let's, you know, that sort of enemies to lovers thing. But there's one trope I fucking hate, you know? I, I think it's okay for enemies to lovers to, like, fall in love in, like, natural ways and be like, you know what? Maybe they're not so bad. Maybe it's, like, again, like, the wingman example. Like, they're wingmanning for their friends, so they have to, like, get along so they don't ruin the date. And they just, like, they kind of banter with each other, but it's all, like, playful. And they're like, you know what? He's kind of fun to hang around with. Like, that sort of thing. The one I fucking hate the most is the Samaritan relationship starter. That's where, like, for example, if they're, like, you know, wingmanning and uh, at this date, instead of them, like, slowly bonding with each other to not ruin the date, it's just, man, I hate that guy. I look over my shoulder and I see him giving a kid uh, a prize that he won from the claw machine. You know, maybe he is good after all. It's that sort of shit. I don't like that sort of thing. Because I feel like it's, it's one, kind of shallow to just be like, I don't like this person, but I see him do one good deed and I change my entire perspective on him. I just, I don't like that for a relationship starter. I feel like it's very unnatural. And like, I get it if it's like, you know, just sort of like softening those defenses. But I think there's a lot more interesting things that you can do within the character dynamics and seeing how they play off of each other rather than the actual like, you know, the Samaritan relationship starter of something that is kind of disconnected from like the relationship as a whole. Because it's not like them bonding with each other and growing to understand each other. It's more so like, oh, I see him tucking the kid that we're babysitting to bed. Oh, maybe, you know, maybe isn't that bad. Like that sort of thing. And I, I really don't like it. When you're done, I have a footnote to talk about something, but please continue. Uh, like it's, I think that one, it's unrealistic. I feel like there is parts of it that, you know, you could see in real life, but like generally I think it's more entertaining for the viewer, which is kind of what I'm more focusing on is it's more, it's more interesting for the audience to see them grow and develop and have that, you know, those ship tease with the actual like pairing with them, you know, becoming a little bit more comfortable with each other, but like still like not really seeing eye to eye, maybe like, the whole relationship starter doesn't really feel entertaining. It feels more like a, oh, that's cute moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, this is not the footnote I had, but a great example of that is uh, Danny Phantom and Valerie. I know that you oh, don't man, know no. anything about that yeah. show, but it's a I great don't. example of that trope. Perfect example of this trope. Uh, I think the uh, another example, if I can think of one off the top of my head here uh, like a samaritan you know let me let me just copy and paste this uh tv tropes link <laughs> and let me see if i can find something Damn. that i would that i would be okay so I, I how about an example that i think would basically help everyone on the same page beauty and the mm-hmm. beast i feel like we've all seen that movie or at least are familiar with that story I uh, could, you could say that i'm familiar with beauty and the beast I really enjoy Beauty and the Beast as an animation fan. But, you know, that scene where Beast fights off the wolves to save Belle, that's the sort of, like, trope I'm talking about. Where it's like, he does something nice, so, you know, she wins his, like, he wins her affection. It's just like, I I think there's better ways of going about that sort of thing. I have a caveat to that, or like a Uh counterpoint. Okay, I'll, I'll 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 listen. Isn't just a relationship like you do nice things for a person and then it makes you like them? Yeah, but here's the thing about the good Samaritan like trope. Sometimes it's for the partner in question, 
other times it could be like some random fucking kid or some random fucking orphan that's just chilling and <laughs> the person does something nice for them. Like I again, I think the beauty and the beast example, like I I rather see them sort of bond more naturally. That 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 song number where she's slowly beginning to like kind of fall in love with him, I feel like that's more interesting. Again, it's I'm more thinking of like the audience perspective where it's like I I rather see them banter and like slowly lower those walls rather than just like he does something good for her and she goes oh i like this guy now even though he tried to kidnap me and shit like yeah that's that's sort of where i'm like i i don't really like the trope i definitely don't like it when it involves (laughs) stockholm syndrome (laughs) this is true well beauty and the beast though is not stockholm syndrome though because she like just leaves and yeah, then she, he comes after her to save her life, and then she saves his life by, you know, healing his wounds, basically. That's spoiler why Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not really a spoiler for an old-ass movie. All I'm saying is, like, if I am reading, like, a story or something like that, it's basically, like, diet enemies to lover getting over that hill thing that mm-hmm. I really don't like. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I think there's better ways to explore the relationship developing in a more like interesting narrative way rather than just like, ah, I will protect you. Oh my God. He's so hot for protecting me. Mm-hmm. I think one of the big like reasons that that particular trope happens is just like a lack of time to develop yeah, it for whatever it's, reason. Again, like it, with beauty those, and the beast, uh, it's because it's a movie, so right. you're limited to the time frame of a feature-length film. I mean, nowadays we have really freaking long movies yeah. coming out, but I think you know. the uh, yeah, it, like again, the 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 solution to this is mostly a a pacing issue. Yes, which is like why it's towards the forefront of the discussion because I feel like if I just covered everything that was like a pacing issue, I would also have the will they won't they on up here. Because I think if it's, like, I love Will They, Won't They, but once it gets to a point, it's like, oh my god, just fucking kiss already. It's yes. it's less it's less entertaining and more annoying, whereas this, it's like, the pacing issue isn't, oh, I, you know, I want them to be in a relationship. Like, you know the end goal already, it's just, we don't have a lot of time to really develop mm-hmm. them bonding, so we have to do it in some sort of big, heroic way, or show that he's actually good, or whatever, like, Again, I just think that there are more interesting ways as an audience to entertain people with a story about people falling in love. And if this was like a, you know, a book, like a novel, you probably could explore that a lot more. But it's just a trope that I'm not too particularly fond of. I think it's kind of stupid. The other one that I probably also would have had up here is Friends to Lovers. And it's purely because I feel like most of the time it's just, oh, I'm your friend now. Nope, I like you, actually. And there's no, like, internal conflict that's, like, explored, but... I think yeah. that's just how developing a relationship works in real life, though. Yes. Again, again, I'm going off of the stuff that I, like, as an audience member, I give a shit about, which is that, like, internal struggle. I love Will They, Won't They, so I like the build-up, I like the pining, I like everything that comes with the build-up to a relationship. You, uh, sh- you should watch Kaguya-sama. Love love it i feel like i'm I'm familiar with it i might it It, depends i'm kind of going through a rewatch right now of steven universe and reading it's like if if, uh, if death note was about straight people 
and there was no murder. Oh, gross. Gross. I don't care about that anymore. You said you said a death note with straight people, and I checked out. He, sees, he means death note with straight people because it's two characters thinking at each other the whole time, not yeah. because of the tone. It's like, it's like okay. the dynamic between L and Light where they're like just like internally monologuing with each other about like the situation that they're in, only it's like they want to ask each other out on a date, but they don't want to be the one that asks because of their pride, so they're trying to goad each other into going right. on a date. Okay. And oh, it's really yeah. funny. Yeah, I probably will check that out. Uh, I've, I read a lot of surprisingly webtoons because webtoons have a lot of romance in them, mm-hmm. and uh, like again, I really like the pi- I like the mutual pining. I like that sort of like build up to the relationship. That's the part that really gets me going. Like, don't get me wrong, I like seeing the relationship actually like blossom and seeing them as a couple. I really like that part too, but it's the build up that I really, really get my teeth sunk into. Like, that's the main meat of most romance stories is them falling in love. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, I suppose I'll go next to piggyback off of that. If they're gonna be in love, please make sure that they fall in love before the last ten minutes of the last episode that will ever air forever, ever, ever. Oh my god, so true. Looks at that most is... LGBT couples. Oh my LGBT god, LGBT yeah. couples. Again, Danny Phantom is a great example of it. They teased Sam and uh, Danny for three seasons until they finally hooked up in like the last five minutes of the last episode. Uh, Western shows are a big example of this for some reason. Compared, uh, I thought a lot of anime did this, but I guess anime like they go a little bit further than that. Um, but you've you've known the show where like the, the main characters they'll get together, they'll have one singular instant of being actually properly together and then it's done oh man it's... i love she-ra and the princesses of power damn i love when they give the abuser into a relationship with the main character i love that my favorite and then they kiss at the last five minutes of the fucking episode and we don't even get to see them be in a couple wow mm-hmm. with, with american media it's because um most most corporations don't want people to put LGBT relationships in okay. shows, so they usually have you, to put it in the end. So because they're like, "What are you going to do? Cancel us?" Yeah, I get that, but like, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> like, I, I get it, but it's stupid. I mean, I'm not saying it's not stupid, but it's also yeah. something that they have like, no choice but to do. It's either do know, that another, or don't do it at all. I mean, another example of like them being a couple, I guess, would be Katara and Aang. Like, they do like have a kiss like they have that sort of of Mm -hmm. yeah like they don't actually become a proper couple until the end of season three which you know at that point it's like it kind of makes sense because like they got a war to fight so they can't really do romance but like it it, it, again it kind of irks me and i feel like it's also like they also wanted to do a book four so we probably would have seen that in book four but for what we got it's kind of a shame yeah, I think it's just I think it just happens because you're not supposed to show it, it, having two people who are romantically connected and actually in love with each other and they're open and honest about it. That kind of upsets the flow of the show that they had up until that point. And I think that's why that they don't they often yeah. fail to do it correctly. 
Yeah, that's, I mean that's, that's what I said. Look. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think it's to, more than just it's more than just like them being gay because a lot of shows just stop there, regardless of it being straight or yeah. gay. A lot another, of them would just uh, give up. Another sub branch of that, I think you would probably agree with me, is uh, you know what's worse than not like not getting to see them as a couple. Uh, I think it's not getting to see their first kiss. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of annoying too. Oh. It just occurred to me, an example of your trope, Michael, and this trope, Teen Titans. Teen Titans has a lot of romance. Oh my uh, god, yeah. Particularly so Robin, right. Robin and Starfire. Didn't happen you until so the right. movie! You were so right. Oh my god, I didn't I even think, think about that. Inuyasha I think Teen, I think teen Titans is another example of something that was supposed to have more and got cancelled, though. So that's probably yes, why. That, that is Maybe. true, but... Um, like, alright... Maybe maybe not that. Let's go with like maybe I'm trying to think of like a story that you properly get to see that. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll say something controversial here. Uh, technically, Return of the Jedi. You don't really get to see Leia and Han be a couple. I mean, um, and the Empire kind of it's what set it up. Oh yeah, end of because Empire. Yeah, the you, end. The the end of Empire yeah, where they're the not end. dated. Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite. Where he also yeah, but, but they say I love you. But That's they, not they, a he couple. Back in the next episode, and then they they are kind of lovey dovey. Yeah, the first thing you see them the do in episode six is kiss. To be fair, but there's just yeah. not a lot of time. It's I think it happened at the end. Not worth the past. <laughs> it did. It happened at the end of the middle of the story. So I, I can give <laughs> yeah, that middle of the past. story. What fucking happened after episode six? It happened oh, episode five. Five. five they, is the they say five. I love okay. you six. in uh, episode five, and then in episode six there are a couple. Yeah, there's just not a lot of time for them to be a couple in six because you know there's um, Ewoks. So fight, like, they're fighting a war, and there's Ewoks, yeah. and yeah, yeah. 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 Ewoks will pick up on but... bad habits, and yeah. I didn't watch Young Justice, but I think Young Justice also did this trope. I think um probably did knowing them. No, from what I've seen in Young Justice, no. Oh, let me check the TV shows. Um, the, yeah, Wonder Girl and Robin apparently hook up. I don't know who Wonder Girl is, but it's like the side This is probably a spoiler. I should have put a spoiler oh, it's, there. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's season three. I haven't seen that, but I don't care about season three, so that's okay. Okay, um, sorry about how that. How old is Robin? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this is this is very much a Western trope for some reason. I don't know why. It's very annoying. Please just write just write if you're gonna write something, please just just have them be together. That's like the that's the payoff. Just give us like a season of them being together. That's the payoff that I want. You know what? I, I really like it when we get that payoff, but they're also like a power couple and they like fight alongside each other and they got cool team up attacks and shit like Mm, give me that stuff. Come on, man. I don't understand I why. One of, my, one of my favorite ideas for an episode is when they're like super in love and then everybody else is just Oh my god, I get it. They're in love. I get it. And the the couple just doesn't care. They're just having fun. Yeah, I I I, I definitely agree. I hate when I don't get to see like the couple. Again, I like the pining, but it's like, come on, man. You, you can't you can't just like you okay. can't just blue ball me like that. I just realized there's one victor for this trope above all others. Oh, there's a victor? Futurama did this multiple times on a True. cancellation. Every single time Futurama gets canceled, Leela and Fry get together. 
<laughs> and then so every time it, every time it comes back, they break up. That's yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> literally yeah. without exaggeration. For so, if you don't know, if you've never seen Futurama, um, the audience or Michael, have you seen Futurama? Uh, it's on my to do list. I've so seen, I've seen episodes here and there. Three endings of Futurama. There is it got canceled for the first time, and so the the series finale is a is a romance story between Fry and Leela. Um, and then there was the movies, also, which is also season five, I think. Um, depending on how you watch it, because they cut up the movies to be a season, but they're just the movies. Um, at the end of that season, they get together again. And after breaking up at the beginning, they get together again. And then the show got revived on Comedy Central. And so it happened again. And admittedly, the series finale was really cute for the whole series, except now it's coming back again. So we can probably expect it to happen one or two more times. That's so good. Only one or two more times. Definitely only. Only two more times, yeah. Anyways, I think that's that's all there is to mine. It's it's pretty simple, but Jesus Christ, it's so fucking annoying when it happens. Oh, Sergio, agreed. are you going next? So, my trope. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was the uh, what do you call it the uh, I'm trying to figure the the, uh, the like the the toxic relationship and the putting it on a pedestal sort of twilight um twilight uh 50 shades of gray anything written by el james that's that sort of deal um but i was like you know what the audience can just go watch the dom uh because he's got a million videos talking about books like that so instead i want to talk about the trope adjacent to the the edward cullen the all girls want bad boys trope, which is a really interesting one because not only is it like a real trope, but it's also just a real phenomenon in, in human society. Uh, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure all of us have have a, a husbando or a waifu real life or 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 fictional. That's like the, the, the biker chick, like the bad chick or the bad boy. I am. I am guy. the bad boy that people like. Thank you. I was about to say that I was informed that I was this person for somebody. As somebody uh, as somebody (laughs) told me that that in high school they had a crush on me because I was uh, dark and mysterious. Uh, But the the reality was that (laughs) it was first hour, I was tired, and I'm just a quiet person by nature. Um, There's nothing nothing mysterious about me. Um, But while there's nothing inherently wrong with liking these sorts of people, um, this trope can kind of veer in a in a in a in a, in a bad direction when the bad boy is legitimately a bad boy, uh, abusive, self-centered, probably a criminal. I mean, we you all like a bad boy. Listening. Don't like a bad human. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I, I'll let you like sort of explain your point because I do have like I'm gonna I'm gonna counter with it because I like this trope a little bit. I the thing is that I don't hate this trope. I just think it's overplayed, overdone. It's in fucking everything. Um, you know, it's like 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 not only that, but it's also kind of got some annoying tropes that go along with it, like um, the like like because like in these media sometimes it's like oh my like like they put like 
the fact that that this guy even chose you is like like that that too is just like this this honor like oh my god you chose me how could you choose a person like me and it's 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 just yeah really that's stupid. the worst like because oh my like, god this really awful person chose you that's amazing and it's like because no. it's like oh how could he choose how how could he he choose me I'm like. I'm like tall and I'm like pretty and I'm I like brown hair. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's just like this person who would be absolutely like anyone's like dream girl is like, Oh, ha, ha, oh I, I, I have bangs and glasses. Oh, I'm so ugly. How could he have, you know, uh, chose me or whatever. I read books. How could you have chosen me? Oh, all I am is just the nerdy girl of the cooking club. I just automatically would know how to cook for you. Oh my god, how could how how could you possibly have chosen me? It sets a bad precedent, I think. Yeah. This is starting yeah, to get in the controversial territory because it makes me think of like the it's it's like the abuse pipeline where you like feel honored to be like you know right. dating this person who's mean to other people and usually mean to you as well. There's yeah. also I feel, um, like, I feel like there's some spoilers here for what Kai's going to talk about later. There is, which is yeah, another I, reason I think we should switch the order. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to quickly just mention that uh, to, to go up for bat, um, Sergio. You said you don't like this trope for for that particular reason. Um, I have a question for you, though. How would you feel about the inverse? All good boys want bad girls. This is true. It's true, but it's still not right. Well, don't you you know the next guy's finished last? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I like, like, I mean, it's, it's still like not right on the, on the, on the gender swap side of it. Um, But like, like I said. We all probably thought of somebody like that, real or fictional. I mean, I have plenty of, uh, I've written characters who are the bad girl, who are, like, my favorite characters. Usually I don't write them to be, like, shitty people that you wouldn't want to be with, but, you know, it's there. Oh, no, I go for for shitty people that you want, that, like, you don't want to be with, and then I get them into the I can fix a mark. Where, uh, I was about to uh, bring up uh, I can I, uh, I, I can fix them, uh, uh, which is connected to a the Drake uh, Draco and leather pants uh, trope, which I love the 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 Harry Potter named tropes. I think they're oh, funny. that reminds me of my footnote. Can I mention my footnote really quick? You can mention your footnote. No, there there was a. This is also related somewhat to yours, Sergio. Surprisingly, the romantic tropes are all related to each other. Uh, I remember a really, really, really good fanfic I read a long time ago, which was Hermione and Draco falling in love. Mm-hmm. And it was surprisingly well-written because Draco's, like, stuck in Hermione's dorm room because everybody else in Hogwarts will kill him if they see him, which I thought was a really funny way of writing their romance. <laughs> yeah, I, like, uh, I... I like the I, I I guess I like my bad boys because I like the redemption arc where like they they mm-hmm. slowly sort of like you know maybe they have like a like a golden heart and they're like they're actually like good inside and it's more of like a facade for their bad boy nature or you know maybe they're just like you know fuck the fuck the you know fuck societal fuck the rules uh, yeah fuck the rules fuck that but like deep down they're like yeah dude I I love puppies I go to go to the homeless shelter and I help so out just with food and stuff. 
Yeah, you know, I I guess so. Uh, but like, I don't know. I, 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 I get what you're putting down, though. Toxic relationships are bad, and I don't like them. I do now, think that the... Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. I, well, uh, the, the thing I, was go- I, I wanted to lead into is my fix for this trope, which is not to get rid of it entirely. Because as I said, um, you know... This is never gonna get go away. Uh, women will continue to sell send serial killers e- ma- fan mail in jail forever. I mean, it doesn't have to be serial. Make be them all volunteer. Well, that's kitchens. different. That has a name, and that's a that's a condition right there. Hybristophilia yeah, is the name of that. Yeah. we should. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should make them all characters with this trope volunteer at soup kitchens. That's my um, solution. So my my solution is, uh, I guess, kind of like Jake's, but not in that where it's just let's go interesting spins on it. My my preferred interesting spin on it is make that uh that person uh the the, the bad boy or bad girl in question really 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 nervous around the opposite sex because I there's nothing I find funnier about the concept of like a badass or like a tough person. And then the moment a guy or a girl comes up to them, it's like, Hey, you want to get lunch? They break. They just, Oh yeah. Oh, that's really I funny. love Yamcha. I love Yamcha from dragon ball. We all love Yamcha in this house. I love when Yamcha was a socially inept moron. I remember oh, when people, so when Yamcha was worth a damn. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that solution. Um, my, again, my fix is, I, I like it more when the bad boy thing is more of a facade for like deeper internal struggles. He's and, vulnerable. Like, yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's just like have that vulnerability. I think it's more of like they're going for like the appearance, but as they get to know them, they're like they're not actually bad at all. Like they, they just have that sort of like, you know, maybe they get into trouble every now and then they break the rules or something. Or maybe they just have like a really bad like reputation because of something they did in high school or stuff that they did in high school or college or something but like they're just like genuinely nice people <laughs> that just have an odd appearance like you know oh, like Gentaro you know, from Kamen Rider Forze but instead of like him being like all friendship it's like you know <laughs> that. bless you bless yeah. Kanji from Persona 4 is an excellent Kanji example from Persona 4. yes we love Kanji in this house I haven't Kanji. finished Persona 4, but we love Kanji. Nervous around women, not actually a bad boy, dresses like it, and then and then he Likes goes for arc and well I won't is I won't, I won't but Likes character arcs men. involved and things happen. Yeah. Okay, I've got a fix that's incredibly specific. Okay. And I cannot name a single franchise that this happens in, but I know it happens. Okay. Where the bad boy or bad girl is not actually bad, but there's just an incomprehensible series of misunderstandings that leads the main character and all the characters around them to believe this. And not in That's a like great. gaslighty way, but like uh, you know, like everyone misinterprets misunderstandings. Um, yes. Okay. One That's punch basically man Kanji from Persona 4. That King from One Punch Man is kind of like that. Kinda Only instead of being a bad boy, um, he's the number one superhero in the world. Damn, mm-hmm. and they're everyone thinks he's like the scariest motherfucker on the Stone planet. A. Actually, from just Rosario some guy. Vampire. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right about that. You're so right. It always goes back to Rosario. 
Rosario. I love, I love this Rosario podcast vampire. like secret like connection to Rosario Vampire. Hold on, my sister's calling me. I'll be right back. It's me. Is she into Rosario I'm Vampire? Connection. I I haven't it's watched the this Rosario to. Vampire show. Don't you dare watch it. Read it. I remember uh it. I remember having uh somebody that used to ride my school bus who was super into Rosario Vampire. And I thought it was the corniest shit in the world. It is corny. It is incredibly yeah. corny. But it's it. And I was like, it's so funny. How dare you watch Rosario X Vampire? You you need to watch like real anime, like Dragon Ball and Naruto. Like this is like this is like the like 2010s, roughly around that era. Like you know, pretty early 2010s. So mm-hmm. like. The anime selection that I knew was only on Netflix, and I didn't know a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Well, Rosario was on Netflix too. Could have just it is, out. That's what I. That's what I meant because I, I knew about it, and I thought it was current. It's corny. What's up, gentlemen? Can we pause real quick? Yeah. Sure. Pause. Oh, he's dead. Man, oh, never back. mind. He's not dead. So men, huh? <laughs> men. Speaking of well, bad boys. I have an adjacent trope that often gets used with the bad boys. Ooh, they're all connected, guys. They're all connected. They are all connected, bizarrely enough. Mine is so, not connected. I think you mean bizarrely enough. Yeah, bizarrely enough, they are connected. This one is also, I guess, connected in a way to Rosario. But um, my, I, I guess this isn't my least favorite trope. It's often done in a way that's like it ends up being so controversial inside the actual story content that it like takes me out of it because I'm like, oh, this relationship is getting really toxic. Um, And it's weird age and power dynamics. And specifically the one that I will mention because I've read so many variations of it is like thousand year old fey prince falls in love with a high school girl so it's Mm. like there's a lot of shit wrong with that like very intense age gap very intense difference between status because like we've got a prince over here so he's like you know super powerful has a lot of connections hyper wealthy you know all of that stuff okay usually he's very desirable because right. he's like Faye, so he looks like better than even an average man. And then you have just a normal high school girl compared to that. So it's like there in this trope, there ends up being a lot of like weird coercion. There ends up being a lot of like, you know, toxic traits, usually like very similar to the bad boy where it's like, you know, the prince like needs this girl's help. But then there's like some weird dynamic where he's like, I don't know, like low key kind of mean to the main character girl. But like she's like, oh, I find it hot that he's just like, you know, not super nice to me, which is another trope that also needs to go bye bye. <laughs> yeah, I you, you were leading this up as to like this is a controversial one. I thought you were going to say like, I hate this one trope that everyone else loves. I was like, ooh, this is going to be exciting. And you're just like, no, I don't like age gaps and power dynamics. And I'm like, hmm. I meant controversial because 
it can lead to some really controversial subject matter <laughs> right, right. happening inside of the story. Like, I think a lot of people probably agree with this one, but I think yeah. here, here's where it gets like, you know, sticky is that this trope can be very narratively engaging. That's the big problem with it. Like the reason that it comes up again and again and again and why it's so like pervasive in media and especially like fantasy centered romance is because you can get a lot of like narrative tension that comes from this. It's just like really unnerving, though. Like you can tell the author is playing it so that it's meant to be sexy or whatever, but then it ends up not like I think about it and it's just kind of like, I don't like that. Like Uh an example, I won't name names for this franchise. No, Um, I think you should name. I'm not going to name any names partly because I don't, he's just talking about Twilight. Yeah. It's just Twilight. It's not even talking about Twilight. I'm talking about like, some very obscure book series that I've read over the years that use this. And I have an example too. What's what's your example? You My can example go is Rosario Vampire. <laughs> I mean, it works. It um, kind of works. If you don't know, the main, you don't know how, how the story of Rosario Vampire ends, um, what's the name of the vampire girl? I'm I'm blanking. Mocha. Uh, Rosario. Mocha. Mocha. Yeah, Rosario. Mocha. Um, <laughs> you know how there's, the, there's yeah vampire. You know how there's two mochas. There's like nice mocha and yes. generic mocha. Yes. <laughs> well, it turns out that nice mocha is oh, hold on. actually. Hi, are you okay with the spoiler here? Are you okay with the spoiler? I'm here? okay. I'm okay. Is actually okay. the personality of Mocha's dead mom, who's a th- multi-thousand-year-old vampire. Yes. <laughs> Who is just grooming this like fifteen-year-old boy to mm. to fuck her daughter? Basically, terrifying, icky, icky. really gross, icky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was like faking is like attracted to a high school girl, and he has the front as like I think he's a tattoo artist or something like that. Um. And he, like, gives her a tattoo or whatever. And then the tattoo, like, slowly drains her energy so that he can feed his kingdom. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's activated by her having bad emotions. And he, like, treats her very not good. And, like, um, like he gets her in a lot of bad situations. And she, like, it, in, like, half of the book, she's, like, mostly in, like, a almost a drunken or like drug induced stupor from this. It's like, it's like abuse one Oh one, but it's like abuse. This is straight up evil. And it's under the guise of being like abuse is evil. It is evil, but, but like, listen, this is, this is marketed towards young teenage girls to read this kind of stuff. So it's like, I think it's, really bad that this exists in media as something that like a lot of people find entertaining because it just sets a really bad message you know yeah no i i agree i i I very dark i think just like it's 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 really easy to just like let it's like similar trope it's just you cut out the age gap part and it's just like power 
Like yes. even then it's like, ooh, I don't like it's a little icky. Yes, like the, little, the millionaire or teacher frameworks, which I also uh-huh. do not like. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just gross. Like, all right. Again, there's it's it's hard for me. Like, I can't defend it. It's just gross. Like, there's I no can good narrative. Besides stuff. it being gross, it's entertaining. Like, it really is to like watch this sort of thing unfold, especially because like in some of them, it ends up turning into almost a horror story. Like you started out being like, yeah, I'm going to read this romance. And then it's like, oh, no, get out of there. Uh huh. Uh, it keeps you engaged. Mm. It keeps you engaged. But for all the wrong reasons. Agreed. So, Kai, I have a question real quick. Uh, yeah, for what's you up? in particular. Uh, do you like your uh, hurt slash comfort fan fictions where uh, I do. you do? That, yeah, that explains a lot why you find it so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it explains a lot. I, I think I also find it entertaining um, because of trauma. Yeah. Mm. 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 Trauma's bad. Mm. Yeah, I don't, wanna, I, don't, I don't really like the, uh, the trope. Uh, I'm... I, I don't really think that there is like a story that if this were to happen and I'd be like, yeah, this is good. But if I, I mean, if I replace it into the mindset of like a horror story, even then I'm like, mm, it's still kind of, how like, would you fix it? Easy. How don't would you do fix it? it. Don't, don't do it. I have a great, if, you, if, if, if it's, if it's an age gap issue, how about you just do this? Make the age gap incredibly small and inconvenient. Yes. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just two or three years. There you go. Done. <laughs> Or even make them the same age. Like, yeah, I'm Yo, a fake oh prince. Oh I'm only 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you do it. You, you fix the age gap, but the power dynamic still fucking sits there. Well, I have I, two I, solutions. I have two solutions. Okay, what's okay. your solution? First, Matt? the most basic one. Just acknowledge in the fiction and narrative that it is fucked up. Just yes. acknowledge yeah. it. Openly and blatantly acknowledge it. In fact, I have another good reference to a great fanfic from a long time ago. I can't remember the name of it, but the concept was fascinating. It was a How to Train Your Dragon fanfiction, but what if Hiccup just left the village instead of going back for Astrid, and he becomes really fucking depressed, and he becomes an alcoholic, and he goes back and he starts terrorizing his village, and the village gives him Astrid as a sacrifice because they think he's like some god. Yeah. You know, here's my one problem with the fanfic that you're describing. Uh, Don't the Vikings have a plan to leave the village and basically all die? Uh, They they, uh, can't go through with that because they don't have a dragon to lead them there. That's why that they can do it in the movie. Oh, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm my bad. My bad. They they continue to suffer casualties, though, because they keep going on those missions. And that's part of the uh, the the discussion. But um, while they while Hiccup is like literally gifted Astrid as the virgin girl for him to be sated by, he's like. What the fuck have I become? This is not right. And he, the whole time he's flying her back, he's like, I should just turn around and give her back and just stop this. But he's like written as an asshole at that point because he, he's an alcoholic and he's fucked up. The whole fan fiction openly acknowledges that he is a mess of a human being. And seeing Astrid like also become scared of him really like 
it fucks him up. He realizes it's like the the mirror is shoved in his face about what he's become. And I find that yeah. interesting. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. interesting. The second I, I way. Do. Go ahead. I was about to say, I, I think that having that sort like the way that you described, it, I think that that is actually a really good way to sort of like she doesn't fix him. He fixes. No, himself. no. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like mm-hmm. the putting the mirror in front of them is a really good mm-hmm. way to sort of uh, fix this trope. Yes. Or at least make the narrative more interesting because then they go, oh, geez. Oh, my God. I, this is really fucked up. I'm so sorry. What the actual shit was wrong it's like, with me? It's like waking up at 2 a.m. and you're covered in pizza sauce. Like, what the fuck has my life become? <laughs> That's what you've got to do. To the it's a very day. oddly specific thing that happened. Um, no, that hasn't happened to me yet. This is yeah. unrelated. Oh. Did you hear about the explosion in East Palestine? No, I did not. Why are you bringing this up right, like East right now? Pa- East Palestine, Ohio? No. I have heard about this. It's apparently really What's... shady. I just wanted to talk about my hometown or my homeland. I'm Home sorry. State. Sassy Damn. pants. I've, I've just said it's I just found out Sorry. that there was a massive train explosion and a bunch of people got hurt. Was it an Amtrak? Excuse me. I don't know. It was not. Well, you know, this is related to what we're talking about because that's kind of what being in an abusive relationship, isn't it? It's like being stuck in an explosion, train explosion in Palestine, Ohio. It's, yeah, in East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to agree. Not to be confused with Palestine, Ohio or Israel, Ohio. Yes, Israel, which are two Ohio. real places. Damn. And speaking uh, of real things, um, wait, a second solution to the problem, which was have a good, wholesome boy come along and charm the woman. Yes. And then she realizes, oh, motherfucker, I am not with this man. <laughs> and she like beats his ass and then leaves. Beat the that ass. would be the other way for it to happen. Have a, I, I like that. I like not that. Not a mirror, like that but too. like. You know that meme of the guy looking at the girl walking past the couple, but the guy's yeah. like not looking at him. It's it's that. Just have a have a woman realize what an actually healthy relationship looks like in this situation, and then have her beat the abuser's ass and leave. That's I think the yeah. most cathartic way to end to end the the story. Beat the ass. Beat the ass. Anyways, go ahead, Jacob. Now. I, I thought that mine wasn't connected to any of them, but it turns out it is because on the connected topic to all of them of uh, all of them are connected on the topic of power dynamics. I think there is one taboo pie relationship dynamic that is used in romance manga, specifically in Japan that I think is power the most I'm gonna shoot fucked you. up. No, power. No. no, someone play the clip That's of the of them talking about power bottoms in uh in Always Sunny, where they talk <laughs> about generating all the power. I, I generate all the power. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I uh, I, um, I'm immediately like thinking of like what you're trying to what trope. This what is do you think be. it is? Because I can guarantee you, you, it you it's not what you think it is. <laughs> it's probably teacher student. It's no. worse than teacher student. It's worse. It, 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 it's something that actually burned me to such a degree that i was absolutely unironically it disgusted lowlies by chance no well is it no. incest related no. i mean kind of it can be it can be hmm i'm getting closer i'll hear what you've got yeah, um, play it on us. actually the person who was correct was equinox doodles yeah he got it um, this is 
it's no, it's not just incest. It's what is referred to on TV tropes as father. I want to marry my brother where it's a relationship dynamic where they're like, I want to marry my relative. And then it's like either like the brother that raised them or like something, uh, something like that. Uh, like Sword Art Online, where like Sword Art Online is a really good example, yeah. or a m- manga that genuinely disgusted me when I read it to the, because I didn't know anything about it. Um, so I read it because I heard it was kind of like Yotsuba, and whoever told me that should die in a forest fire. Um, it, Matt might know what it is. It's Usagi Drop. Oh, that thing. Nah, it's a me. manga about a guy whose dad has an illegitimate child and his dad dies and the mom is not around I think um, is what it is and so the, the guy has to adopt the daughter of the, of his dad basically his sister but she's like four and he has to like, like the first half of the manga is about him like raising her and it's like wholesome and cute. This, yeah, this manga lives in infamy because of its ending. And then the second half is about is a time skip where she's a high school senior, and about halfway through the second half, she decides that she, the person that she wants to be with is not the guy that she's been dating on again and off again, who is like her childhood friend from the first part, but is the her brother who raised her. I've read a yaoi like that. It and was terrible. So fucking awful. And there's so many manga or an anime like that. And I don't understand why. Yeah, I, I, I was remembering because I, I started getting into this weird, like, my new favorite anime genre is the two spies or like two government officials with a child. Like, that's my favorite. So like spy new, family. Spy family, buddy daddies. Those two are really like high up there. I really like buddy daddies. I've got really buddy daddies are good. I haven't seen it's that. It's so one. cute. Really it's know. really really cute. It's like the best way I can describe it is spy family, but both of the people in the, like that are like the the parents and or like the dads in this case. They work together and they're hitmen, and the mm-hmm. kid is just a normal fucking child. Yeah. Like there is like it when I was watching the anime, I thought it was so cute because this like they actually write her like a actual child, which oh. certainly helps make it a lot more like, you know, interesting and narratively cute because I really like that sort of stuff. I'm very big into the heartwarming stories and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I, I'm really into that sort of thing. And I was like looking at like, you know, I was looking at my YouTube feed and I saw, you know, a, like a video about Usagi Drop. And I didn't know anything about it. Man, I'm I, I'm glad that I I'm glad <laughs> you're glad you didn't have to experience it blind like me. Yes, Jesus yes, I Christ. am. What the fuck? I just yes, I hate just the worst. <laughs> I hate that so much. I think it's so gross and icky. It makes me feel icky. it is super gross and icky. There's I mean, no way to fix it. Yeah, there's no way to fix it. Remove fix. You can fix it by not doing it ever again. You can fix it by removing it from all of existence because it's, it's a memetic hazard. Be out there with a I, gun. Was, I was trying to like find tropes because like there's a lot of tropes in romance that like I could just point to and be like, these are bad. I don't like these, which are like you know servant X master or you know incestual stuff and mm-hmm. teacher X student that sort of thing. And I, I personally was like, I don't want to do that because I want to have the conversation about the trope. 
but I'm glad somebody mm-hmm. brought it up because otherwise, like, I feel like somebody would be like, "Hey, where you know what you know like what what the fuck? Where, where is this one? Where's that one?" I'm just so, saying, like, it it doesn't yeah. matter the context. Like, if it's oh, like, an adopted like 16 year old daughter to like a 30 year old. I mean, that's like, just a no blood relation right? or anything. I mean, gross. Like, it's just it's just weird. Like, I, there's no way to make it palatable or good because it's just gross mm-hmm. it's icky and illegal in most states in the united states if not all uh mm. but like probably not no matter, alabama yeah, no matter the <laughs> like yeah. no matter the context no matter how you try to spin it's like oh well they're the same age it's still gross mm-hmm. like it, i find it gross even if they're like not related like, like even though yeah. like, if they got if raised together yeah, it's automatically that, like, that's like what it is, that's what it is in SAO. The only thing that I could like possibly see it as being like eh, is like the the found family brother air quotes, where it's just. But even then, it's just like I just see them as a brother, it's, and that's yeah, like, even still grosser. weird. <laughs> like yeah, it just makes it worse at that point. I guess brother like, complex uh, is another good way to describe it. It's since that's like, like our main example. Yeah. I feel like there are there is like western media that exists that's like star the wars sibling trope that does oh. basically the same thing where it's like you're not related <laughs> whatsoever but then like you know somebody marries into your family and they're like dang there was this yeah, show that random kid's hot <laughs> there was this I, I show wanna... go ahead go ahead i want to say that when i was doing research for this uh yesterday i believe I was looking up a romance tropes to talk about, like specifically, I, I just looked up because I wanted something that was good to talk about. So I looked up, you know, I looked up just a list of romance tropes. And while I was looking through the romance tropes, I saw the word step sibling and I got really concerned. Yeah, that's what it is. That's literally what that is. <laughs> Whatever I just described. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's just evil and bad. Yeah, the way to fix it is to not do it. If you've been raised together y'all should not be in love mm-hmm. the way to yeah, fix it is to find the authors and send them to guantanamo or like, Brazil. it's one thing if it's like if it's like childhood friends that were just like really close and then yeah, became then a relationship friends. but it's like another thing just be like yeah no yeah like that's just they friends together like if if for, it's a diff, it's different where it's like it's friends to lovers or like they're they're best buddies they've been really close that's a different thing but like if it's like you know incestuous or step siblings or just if, if there's any degree of like uh like relatedness yeah relatedness to them whether it be like I, I think it's like if they if they share the same parents or like they're adopted or brought into like the same household, Mm-hmm. basically like if they live under the same roof or they have the same parents or you know they belong to or like both their parents are together right yeah that's where that's where it's icky gross icky, I, think, icky. I think not enough people brought that up for sword art online because like come on that's such a weird thing to put in Sword Art Online. And no, like, not a lot of people talked about that being in Sword Art Online comparatively to how not important a lot of it is. To, to. In to Sword be Art fair, Online. I think, I think there's a lot of 
issues that come with that. Uh, for starters, when Sword Art Online releases, I, like a very different era of anime as well. So a lot of that discussion probably hadn't been started yet, or if it has, it was not in like the way that people would see it. And yeah, number two, like I don't think that's the worst thing that's happened in Sword Art Online because there is an entire second arc where like one of the characters is just uh, sexually abused and it's not pretty. It's not good. Sword Art Online just gross and icky and not fun. So like it's it it's just gross. Like you can't do the trope in a way that works. You just you need to get rid of it. You can't use it. It's gross. I don't know how many times I have to like specify that like the reason that somebody would not like this trope or anyone that would like like that would not like this trope is purely because it's just not morally correct and most cases legally correct. It's just not right. Yeah. Yeah, people who like this need to uh go to jail and or remember that uh, there's a reason that most people find this gross, and it's a biological one because we have to make this educational content, and mm-hmm. it's because we don't want inbreeding. Can we leave this on a positive note? Can we talk about? Yeah, yeah let's talk about. Let's like? talk about. Yeah, let's talk about. Let's just uh, real quick. Thunder, let's talk know, about Zora the Vampire. No, I don't know anything about that. Can we not talk about that? Uh, let's talk about things we like. I was gonna say lightning round. Let's, let's um, each one of us do like a vampire. So. I'm gonna give a shout <laughs> no. out. I mentioned it earlier. I'm gonna give a shout out to something that Matt and I just started watching that I read and then I wanted to watch with him because I knew he'd find it hilarious. And that is, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Um, because it's just like two power bottoms showing off to see who generates more power. And, it's and that so is the plot of the show. Th- there's and literally hilarious. A, the first like interaction between the two characters is them in a room trying to figure out the most basic shit of how they're going to like ask each other out. Mm-hmm. But neither of them can do it. And it goes on for eight minutes yeah, and it's some of the funniest eight minutes like, in a row I would never I've date anybody. Seen. But if Kaguya so confessed her love to me in the most undying, painful experience mm-hmm. of her life, I'll consider it. <clears throat> and then Kaguya is like, I would never date Shirogane. But I if he confessed, if he confessed himself to me and got on all fours and started crying and whimpering like a puppy. And, cr- and bawling his eyes out and begging me, I would consider it. And that's just the the plot of like the like half of the series is them playing cool. like seven D chess. Of but they're both really stupid, um, yeah. and inept. So it just always ends with like one of them having a brain aneurysm at the end, and it's very mm-hmm. funny. And it's wholesome, mm-hmm. chungus 100, and cute, and I recommend it. Cool. My favorite love trope is enemies to lovers, uh, but purely in, like, I, I like both sense, in the morally good and morally, like, bad, like, fighting, and then, like, man, I like the way you swing your sword. I like the way you swing your sword, and then they start making out. Like, uh-huh. I'm okay with that, too. 
Uh, I think it just has to be well written. I think that one can work specifically in a comedy. I think it, it's it's very fun if it's in a comedy setting. Uh, I like enemies to lovers just in general. I think it's a really fun trope. I like when they get to learn about each other and all that stuff. Uh, if I had to give a second runner up for that, uh, it's friends to lovers, but specifically it's one friend falls in love with the other and they just have a mental breakdown trying to figure out how they're going to confess their love to this person. I don't know. I think that's fun. I like that sort of stuff. I'm very entertained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree. I I'll, quite like I'll that give joke. a sh- I'll give a shout out um, to Hurt slash Comfort since I got called the fuck out. Hey man. That's, <laughs> I, that's I my shout out. I, I saw it and I, you know, I figured I might as well ask and uh, I learned something today. You did learn something today. I'm also going to shout things. out a book series that I think does romance really well and does a main storyline really well too. And it's called the Half Bad Trilogy. It's about... Um, witches and the main character is like it's it's a struggle between him being like half uh white witch which is like the good one and half like black witch which is the bad one or whatever which don't don't think about it too hard don't don't think about ethnicities that's not what it's about um but um it's interesting because there is a love triangle and it's between him um a lady and a dude and uh, spoiler alert, he ends up with the dude, which Ooh. I thought was interesting. And the relationship doesn't happen at the end of the trilogy. It actually happens somewhere in the middle. Mm. That's impossible. Can't be real. Don't believe it. It's it's real good. You got to hmm. believe it. Sergio, what's your favorite romance trope? I don't really think I have one because I'm not a romance kind of guy. I mean, I, I, I guess it would be what I described of um, a, a tough character. Only one weakness is that they're terrible with the opposite sex. I mean, I've written like um, two characters, I think, for the SCP wiki that are like that. Um, because I just find that trope to be funny and interesting, but I don't know. I don't really have is any, is uh, one of them Greg Grog short Lord. It's, it's not. <laughs> no. Well, that's inaccurate um, to real life. Thanks, Grog. Grog. Are you Bunga. a badass, Jacob? Am I a badass? Yeah. Cause I like that would, to, that's one I like of the requirements. So. I like to think so. I think I'm pretty cool. Yeah. He's pretty cool. I have a jean jacket or two. He's got piercings. I Damn. do have piercings. That's He's true. A I've, bad dyed my, boy I've dyed my hair yeah. before. Also, I, I I have one more romance trope that I that I actually uh, that I actually really like. Does anyone want to guess what it is? Fortnite dance off. The no, it's loving uh, our audience. <laughs> it's loving our audience and the parasocial relationship that we established long ago. But I don't love them. I don't love them at all. Damn, not Neither even on Valentine's I. Day. My favorite romance is actually the pairing of us ending the episode. Wow. Yeah. Sergio, you should cock block and not end the episode. True. Damn. True. Cope. Now we have to all sit here in silence. We didn't even say happy Valentine's Day. I us. said I'm in silence. <laughs> happy in Valentine's silence. Day from So You In Think silence. You Can Fan In.
we all love you.